So as uh, Jim said in our opening welcome, I've got the opportunity, some might say the challenge, of kicking off our most recent homily series titled A Whole New Perspective. And I think that's a pretty bold and ambitious title, changing our attitudes and the way we see others or our point of view is not always easy. But it's an exciting homily series we're going to explore over the next six weeks. And it's my pleasure to encourage each of us to broaden our perspective as we launch this series by focusing on the theme, Can You See Christ in the Crowd? I think most of us have moved through a TSA security line at the airport, or some of us who drive a little too fast have heard the words, can I see some identification, please? And you don't get too much information from a passport or a driver's license. Um, You can get the eye and hair color, maybe the height, and of course the weight, which is never accurate. And so it begs the question, if someone is asking you to identify yourself, how you might answer, who are we really? Most of us can't give a one-word answer to that question. Consider for a moment all the words we use that describe us in our place in the world our role in in the greater community. Are we clergy or child or parent, sibling, friend, doctor, student, engineer, boss, employee, volunteer, citizen or immigrant, sports fan, Catholic, baptized Christian, child of God? The list goes on and on. If we sat down and wrote out all the things we are and all the roles we play in the lives of others, it would take us a while. No one word describes us because human life is multifaceted. That's the way God created us. Only when we take all of these terms together do we approach an accurate portrait of who we are and what we're doing here on earth. While we can at times be quick to judge others, define them by who we think they are with knowing, without knowing their true story, their whole story, that can make it very difficult for us to see Christ in them. The naming process of who we are and how we categorize people is just as complex when it comes to religious identity. Catholic or Christian, Jew, Muslim, atheist or none. Today, we're being challenged to and encouraged um, to be a more compassionate person, more aware of the people around us. Can we see Christ and be Christ to other people we encounter in our daily lives, day in and day out? It's more likely that there are many people we would just as easily like to overlook and ignore or avoid. Yet they are all children of God. We all know at least a few people who are standing at the edge. 
the edge of our own personal lives, curious but disengaged, someone who might benefit from being involved in our crowd, invited to walk with us on this journey of faith. Today, John the Baptist begins with a turn of a phrase that is, re- is in fact, a recurring pattern in the gospel. Someone sees another person and then says something about him or her. The formula is revelation, in which one person truly sees another and then reveals that person's role in God's plan in our life. In the first instance, John the Baptist saw Jesus and said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We see that same revelation with the call of Mary, with Peter, and the other disciples. But we all know it's not easy to see Jesus approaching us every day. If we're at that stage in our life and we don't always find it easy to see Christ in others, then we should take some comfort knowing that John the Baptist was there for a while himself. For he says twice today in our gospel, I did not know him. As surprising as that sounds, John the Baptist acknowledges that he did not recognize Jesus, even though his vocation was to speak out and prepare the path of the Lord. John the Baptist only recognized Jesus in the crowd when he witnessed the Spirit descending upon him, remaining upon him. We will never experience that miracle with our eyes, not with the eyes of our body, but only with the three eyes of our heart, the eyes of faith, hope, and love. Remember the words of Jesus to Thomas who doubted, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen but believed. With those words, Jesus is blessing each and every one of us personally, right here and right now, at this very moment. And although the grace that we receive, and through that grace, may we recognize the same spirit descend upon us so that we can see the people and situations in our ordinary lives. Jesus Christ was born in history at a very specific time in a very specific place. He was known by real people like John the Baptist. He submitted himself to the historical traditions like baptism. That tells us that history is important, but also that the ordinary events of our lives are also sacred. Too often we look for the extraordinary, the spectacular, and we fail to appreciate the God-filled familiar moments of our days. It is within these simple moments when we love those in our lives, then we love God. When we treat others with compassion, then we love God. Then we preach the gospel 
through the way we live out these moments, perhaps that is for all of us a whole new perspective. In just a few moments, we'll hear the same words of our gospel repeated at the altar. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. As we celebrate this great gift of God's sacrifice to us in the Eucharist, may we all pray that we open our eyes to see Christ in the crowd, as John the Baptist did, and identify the Lord in the blessings from the people we counter each and every day.